Hey everyone, it's Tisa and Katie with Hearts and Hooves, Turquoise and Trauma. We started this podcast on a blizzard and lo and behold, we're in <laughs> North Dakota and I guess we'll call this season two because, hey, we're in another blizzard. Surprise, surprise. But we want to welcome uh, a dear friend of mine and a pretty close friend now of Tisa's and her name is Amy and she's just going to share her story and talk about what it's like to get through the holidays when you've been through a little bit of trauma. So thanks for joining us, Amy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Tisa, um, before we were kind of chit-chatting and you kind of brought up a really good point. Do you want to bring that up again? Well, we, we kind of missed the record button, but I was just talking to Amy about, well, she mentioned it. Um, she's a nurse practitioner and a lot of people are jamming out on Christmas music and everybody around us is super happy and there's the Christmas lovers and the holiday lovers but this time of year there's also a lot of stress and whether you're like me sometimes I have to say bye to my son and I want to say sometimes I just don't like Christmas Halloween there's no strings attached we don't have to make anybody happy but then Amy started talking about her journey and what she's feeling in the holidays and Amy, you just go from there because I think it'll help a lot of people. Absolutely. And Amy, we will let you share as much of your story as you want or as little, but we didn't give you much of an introduction. So <laughs> tell us why you're here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can let you know. So um, my name is Amy Wilkins. I have two little boys, Xander and Hendrix, and I met Katie um, due to... Um, in 2019, uh, we were uh, essentially a, a, a normal family thriving in our lives. My husband owned a power line company. Um, I had just graduated nurse practitioner school. We moved to North Dakota. And um, March 6th, um, my husband went to sleep. Um, Good night. I love you. I'll see you in the morning and um, passed away in his sleep that evening. He was a uh, very healthy man, uh, six foot five, fit, active, um, and um, just shattered our lives. Um, and later to find out um, with testing and a lot of fight um, to figure out what had happened to Adam, we found that he has a rare genetic cardiac disorder called Brugada syndrome. Um, Brugada syndrome affects 1% of the population. Um, it's a male dominant disorder. So they have concerns that both of our boys have it. So they are monitored yearly um, with a sudden death doctor. Um, and so that has kind of just propelled me on this journey of um, grief and figuring out what life after loss looks like. Um, and that is how we met Katie because our two little boys uh, go to horse therapy um, and it has honestly been such a blessing. Um, so that's a little bit about my story. And then I guess to just touch on Tisa's question, um, we were talking about um, like the holidays and and Christmas music. And and I, I tell my nurse every day, I'm like, stop playing that. <laughs> um, and I guess Katie had mentioned, like, you, you don't recognize that um, when you I guess you take those little things for granted. And so um, just going into the holidays, like, this is going on our fourth Christmas without him. He passed away in March of 2019. So we have done three Christmases now without him. And 
we're still trying to figure out what that looks like. I wish I could say I'm on the other end where I find it joyful and beautiful again. And, and we're just not there. Um, but we are figuring it out as each year goes. And, and Tisa and I were talking, like everyone brings up, um, I, I feel like currently on our, um, like on my social media page or my friends, like we just keep talking about how all I see is how the holidays are hard and not so much beautiful or joyful. And that can be in any season, whether that is a, a divorce, whether that is not having your kids because of the divorce and sharing parenting, co-parenting, um, whether that's um, a loss of a parent, a child, a spouse, whether that's a loss of a job, whether that, whatever that looks like, everyone has hard and just this was our hard that was given. Um, I think the holidays are just lonely um, in the season where families coming together and relationships are highlighted are just a reminder of the large void in ours and whether that, whatever that void looks like to you. Um, grief is lonely and it's just louder during the holidays. Um, and it's just the stress, the stress and loneliness of the expectations, those expectations that are, that we put on ourselves, that others um, put on us. But I think that's also us interpreting that. I don't think people intend to do that. Um, just during the holidays is overwhelming. So, so Amy, yeah. You, uh, oh, go ahead, Tisa. No, I'm sure you're going to ask actually a better question. I'll ask after you. Okay. I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm sure you never thought about, you know, what this would look like in your life, because who does think about what would it look like if I became a widow? But I, I've been so motivated by you and I've seen you um, interact with other widows and what gives you the strength to, you know, share your story and really help other people in a similar situation when you could just be spiraling into that circle of grief? How do you do that? I think number one is my children. Um, I think especially during the holidays and, and I remember initially after he passed, I just kind of felt like he, they've lost one parent. Um, they don't get to lose two. Like I, I have to, to work on myself and navigate this journey. And I think with the holidays too, like, I think the mindset is um, that, they've also, they've lost their dad and, and there's always going to be this void and this sadness around the holidays, but that also doesn't mean it can't be beautiful and joyful for them still. And, and there's always that magic of Christmas for little people. And I, I don't want to remove that from them. And I, I mean, I have failed for sure. And, and we are still trying to figure that out. But I think what really was like the turning point in my grief was 15 months after Adam passed, I went on a retreat called Never Alone Widows. Um, and it was honestly everything that I needed to um, know that I'm not alone and, and that there is beauty after this pain. And in this pain, um, I don't think there's ever an after. I think it's always going to be a journey. Um, and it was just a community of women. Um, it's Christian based. So uh, just knowing that um, you're not alone in this. God is with you. Um, he can handle this pain. Um, and, um, they recently started local chapters, which I, um, am leading, which, um, Katie just did, um, a widow event for us two weeks ago, I think Katie. And, um, I, I just, I just know how much never alone, um, spoke to me and, 
um, I was such in a dark place when, when I went there. And I think, um, if I can help one person in this, um, that, then that's, that's what I need to do and want to do. Well, I think you've definitely, I've seen it. You're helping. So thank you. Thank you. So following up with that, Amy, helping, you mentioned um, life after loss. And like you said, there's a lot of people that have lost things and we we can't um, compare them, whether it's a mom, a son, or, you know, people handle trauma differently. What are maybe like a couple little steps towards this life after loss that you could help or guide people through maybe not even during the holidays, but just to start doing consistently? That's a big question. <laughs> it is a big question. Maybe one little step. Um, or words of wisdom. Yeah. Um, I can speak to, I think in general and, um, and in the holidays, which I, all of these things, like, as I said, like I am a work in progress and things that I have to speak to myself on the daily, but I think, um, the biggest things are, um, as far as grief goes, um, I, I do it second by second. Like you have no idea when grief is going to hit you. Um, you could be doing just fine. And then you go to the grocery store and you are sobbing in the coffee aisle. I think the biggest thing with that is like to take the good and the bad feel all the things I always say like you just have to feel it like just travel through it um just because you have a really hard day doesn't mean that you're not okay like it is okay to not be okay um a tribe um Katie is part of our tribe we have such a huge tribe that has surrounded us and I think surrounding yourself with um those people and also people who just get it. Like when I went to never alone, I met 35 other young widows with small children who just get it. You don't need to say anything. Um, you could just sit in a room and they feel your pain and know your pain. And that doesn't mean our pain is the same because everyone's grief is unique and that doesn't even need to be lost. Right. We talked about that. Like it could be any hard, like everyone's heart is unique to them. So, um, and I think give yourself grace and I am really bad at that, like giving myself grace. And, and that is, um, that is a, a huge work in progress for me. And then speaking in those terms, as far as the holidays go, uh, you know, the holidays will never be the same. Um, and I don't mean that as a discouraging statement. It's just all, that void will always be there. Adam's absence, my husband's name was Adam, um, will always be felt. He'll always be missed, but just because the holidays won't be the same um, and that emptiness will always be felt doesn't mean that the hope of beauty and joyous moments is gone. Uh, we're still trying to figure that out, but hurting with hope still hurts, but hope for sure exists in this season as for, and, and moving forward in life. Um, and the things that I'm speaking to myself for the holidays, um, to help restore hope and joy is to be patient. You know, when I was getting ready this morning, I just moved the towel, um, on my hook, uh, next to my sink. And there was this leather strap hanging there. And I have no idea where this came from, but on it, it says no season is ever wasted. And I was like, oh my gosh, God, I see you. Right. <laughs> and I think even these seasons where it's 
hard um, and maybe you get through it and you feel like, wow, I failed. Um, I, I'm not where I'm where I thought I would be or I, I'm not as doing as well as her or him. Um, this season isn't wasted and it's just preparing us to be stronger um, and um, I guess to be um, better. Um, also, I think I also speak to myself in that I'm the only one. So again, I need to give myself grace. Um, I'm the one attending all the holiday parties alone, my kids' concerts alone. I, I'm buying all the gifts alone. I'm wrapping them all alone. However, I was thinking last night, I was like, my husband didn't do that anyway. He would open, the kids would open the gifts and he would act surprised too because he had no idea what was coming. Um <laughs> That's funny though, and I'm glad you can laugh about that now because when I met you in 2019, like you couldn't laugh about those things. Right. And I say that all the time now is that like if you do not laugh about it, it honestly will kill you. Sometimes the widow jokes aren't appreciated by others, but um, honestly, if you just don't laugh about it, it, it could honestly kill you. So um, I saw, um, oh, go ahead. Well, I was thinking about no season is ever wasted. Actually, that's not just a season of emotion, but what we're going through right now physically for people to keep in mind, because I know a lot of people around here have a hard time with the snow and depression, but no season is ever wasted. That is really what I'm taking away for the moment. I, I like that quote. Yeah, I have no idea where this came from, and it still has the <laughs> So if someone gave this to me, please reach out and let me know. Um, and last night I was reading and I read this, um, I was reading this grief book. Um, it's called Surviving the Holidays Without You Navigating Grief During Special Seasons. And it talked about a gas tank analogy, which I think is so good. And I think that can be taken in any season of your life. Like if your car is out of gas, you wouldn't drive it. So why do we push ourselves to the limits of pure exhaustion, like, especially in the holidays, like we put all of these expectations on ourselves um, to keep up with the expectations of others as well. And it's just exhausting and it doesn't need to, because if it was a car and you were out of gas, you would not drive. Right. And so I think filling your tank too, and to fill your tank by doing things like setting boundaries, learning to say, it's okay to say no, um, do what brings joy. So the boys and I, my husband was a huge Tom Brady fan. So the last two years we have um, decided that we, before the holidays are going to fill our tank by going to a Tampa Bay game. The first year we went, he scored zero points this year. It was an amazing game. Um, and so it's just what we have chosen to do. So making new memories, new traditions um, prior to the holidays, because we're still trying to figure out how you incorporate old traditions too. And, that kind of thing. Um, and, um, it's okay to make new memories, but it's okay to continue those traditions that bring joy and let the other traditions that hurt so badly, just go just, you don't need to do those if they hurt too badly. Um, and I think asking my kids what they want to do, how they want to, um, still incorporate, daddy into the holidays like every Christmas Eve we go to his grave and we bring him the chocolates that he always liked and um last year I tried not hanging his stocking because I really wasn't sure how that would feel and it felt awful so we're not doing that anymore so it's also like a trial and error so I think that's really powerful um 
where you talked about like give yourself grace and I think we should do that for each other because nobody knows what anybody else is going through what their hard day is you know if, if I see you at the grocery store and I didn't know you I don't know your story so I think we should just give each other grace during this time and all times I think that's very highlighted currently as that celebrity um, just took his life and everyone said he just exuberated um, happiness. He was on the Ellen DeGeneres show. He was a dancer and he just was the light in the life and, and, and no one can see that pain internally. Um, and I, I've been reading several articles about him. I don't know why that feels so triggering, but it does. But it just says, like, the articles say, like, um, you, can, you can't you can see internal pain. And sometimes that's the pain that is too much. And and so I, I do think that's huge. Like, you have no idea what the, the person next to you is going through. So just kindness. Right. Kindness. Yes more kindness in the holidays. Even when we're driving around town, I think sometimes I'm guilty of it. I actually drove through a stop sign or something and had some guy just so mad at me, but my mind was somewhere else. It should have been on driving, but it was something bad I was thinking about. And whenever I have someone in front of me driving, I try to be like, if they make a mistake, maybe they're like 80 and they're thinking about their husband or, you know what I mean? kindness in everything we do I would like to say that I'm kind in the car but (laughs) (laughs) uh we moved from uh from Denver and I think oh no (laughs) (laughs) so I remember that now because my husband's from Pueblo yeah we had a little talk I remember (laughs) so that that is that's a work in progress too my kindness (laughs) in the car (laughs) <laughs> yeah, North, North Dakota drivers aren't always the best. They drive slow in the fast lane, but I'm going to forgive them. <laughs> I think forgiveness is key to like forgiving ourselves, forgiving others. Yes, for sure. Well, Amy, I know this was a really hard subject kind of to visit. And we wanted to ask you because like you said, if we had this conversation, if you can just help one person. And I think by doing this podcast, if somebody listens and they're maybe not giving themselves grace or um, they're looking at grief as, um, you know, eternity rather than second by second, I think this podcast will really help them, you know, whatever, with whatever grief or trauma they're going through, it's not going to be the same as yours, but I think there's definitely similarities. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day and jumping on with us. Do you have anything else, Tisa? No, I just, I had so many quotes I wrote down from you, Amy, that will help me in everything. So you're not just helping the um, widows group, you're helping people in general with their struggles. So thank you so much. And I wish you happy holidays. Thank you. You guys, I feel so honored that you trust me in doing this podcast and this discussion. And I hope that it can help people who are hurting during this holiday season, whether that's whatever hard you're going through. So thank you so much. Thank you. And um, enjoy those traditions, new and old. We want that for you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. See you soon. Yep. Bye-bye.